Hello and welcome to the 14th installment of the Synapse Misfire podcast. I'm your host, Chris, back doing the intro again like God intended, and we have our co-host, Jordan. How's it going, everybody? Yes, I, uh, just like in the first, or second episode, I have lost my intro card. Yep. 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 Except that time I, I couldn't even talk, so. No. That's that's still coming. Uh, that's still being debated by the higher-ups <laughs> now. Uh, Chunk and Chris had a meeting. Yeah. Still deciding whether or not I just get shot. Yeah, all, all I, I don't know. Chunk's input was really good. All he did was kind of yell. <laughs> a lot. He's a stupid cat. He's a dumb cat. He's a bit of an idiot. Bit of a feline, yeah. I, w- I would say he is somewhat feline-ish. Yeah. Ish. Kind Ish. Of. Anyway, how have you been, Chris? Uh, I'm sweaty right now. Well, yeah, we were just doing all that intensive, masculine, badass, manual labor fucking fits in a car. We had no idea what we were doing on. Yeah. Well, we had some idea. A fraction of an idea. Yeah, this one wouldn't have been an interesting video, though. No, not like the Th- radio. No. This was just us trying for, like, actual 20 minutes to get a relay out. My computer is going fricko mode right now. Literally. But yeah, trying to get a, a fan control relay for the radiator fan. Shut up! Damn. This is the second... This is a fun fact. This computer, this is the second device today that I've had an issue with out-of-control fans. There you go. One on my car, Old and car. one on this. Old car. The new car is doing good. Well, it's still one of my cars. Yes, but just... just... Don't change yourself. That's a good point, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you want to tell a little bit about what happened with the uh, the old Jeep Wrangler. Uh, Liberty. Liberty, Jeep right? Jeep Liberty. Yeah. So, and this is something I have yet to discuss, but okay. this may be a Synapse Misfire Project car. Yes, meaning you may see us get crushed underneath this vehicle. I don't know who will upload the video after, but you might see it. Uh, Oscar and Chunk. <laughs> It'll be the Oscar and Chunk podcast. Oh, speaking of the devil, here comes Chunk right now. I just saw him, his little stupid ass walk down the stairs. Uh, he'll make an appearance at some point. But, my very first car, uh, 2002 Jeep Liberty that I got for $1,200. Um, it worked, and then I got my new car, and it still worked. And then my dad drove it for a while, and then he got a truck, but in that overlap, the Jeep just, like, gave out. It just died, and since he had his truck ready, he just didn't bother worrying about it. Yeah, exactly. So, I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, well, he says that it starts, but it's, like, sputtery and weird. And I know that when I got the thing, the vehicle, it had um, an intermittent O2 sensor. Yeah. And if you have a bad O2 sensor, sometimes the fuel-air mixture gets weird. Yeah. And the car, like, sputters and doesn't work right. Another thought I had, which I still haven't looked at because somehow it just runs fine now, um, is since it burns oil... The catalytic converter could be gummed up. Yeah, jammed up. Yep. Um, but anyway, last night I uh, I received a I got a code reader like a little scan tool, so I plugged that in, 
no codes from it. Um, and I, I had it starting, I, I started it and moved it, but it kept like, the idle was weird, it was idling really low, and then it would stall if you did certain things. Like if you revved it high and then let it return to idle, it would stall. And then sometimes if you just like put it in reverse or something, it would stall. <laughs> so then this morning my dad started it up and said it was fine. And it was fine. Huh. And it's been fine since. The only issue was it kept overheating. And I thought it was, well, one of the reasons was because there was pretty much no coolant in there. And, uh, yeah, meow. I think you're gonna t take a leap of faith and destroy everything we have. Stop. <laughs> Anything oh. else? No, I knew you were a mechanic, John. He really hates being held, and it makes me depressed. He, uh, I mean, if he really wants to go, he'll squirm. He was kind of squirming there. That's why I let him go. But sometimes he just chills. Okay. Well, the fan's finally going. Um, so, all of a sudden, it just decided to fix itself. And now it runs fine. But there's some, like, other weird issues with it. There's, like, a major exhaust leak. Um, yeah, I could say that. <laughs> and... Uh, what the issue was, it was overheating. That's what I was saying before Chunk so rudely interrupted us. Little bastard. I, uh, there's a, a issue with the coolant. There was, like, no coolant in it. <laughs> um. Holy shit. So I topped off the coolant. Still overheating. But the fan wasn't turning on. The actual blower fan, the radiator fan, wasn't turning on. And the connection, like, the actual connector for the fan, the wires were, like, backed out of it. Yep. So I just push the wire back in. Bing, bang, boom. The fan turns on, but it's on all the time now. So now that the fan's on all the time, what do I do about that? So I was thinking maybe it could be the fan. I was doing some more research to get the fan relay because it eventually threw a code that said fan relay failure. Yeah. So, I was trying to find this fan relay, and we eventually found it. We we unplugged two other relays, and we have no idea what they did. Nothing bad, though, at least, that we're aware of. That we're aware of, so I'm just going to plug those back in, and it'll be fine. Uh, the connections are a bit weird, though, because they had brittle plastic clips. I think the plastic clips broke, yeah. so I'm going to have to improvise to get those back together, but it should be fine. Um, but... We, uh, we took, we actually found the fan relay, and, uh, for some reason it's not in the relay, the box with all the relays. Yeah, it's on the outside. It's on the, f like, the actual frame. frame of the hood in the front end of the car. Behind some radiator hoses. Behind well. a bunch of radiator hoses. So you can't unplug it, you just, like physically cannot unplug it while it's in place so you have to unbolt it move it into an area where if you're lucky you'll get both your hands in there and then undo it yep so that, it's, yeah. so eventually we you know we ended up doing that and it is currently sitting in the driver's seat of the 
the car. And what do you know? We took the relay out, and it did indeed stop the fan. So, well, believe it or not. Yeah, who would have thought? So hopefully it is just like somehow a defective, well, not defective, a broken old ass relay that's well, just that latched relay, shut. That relay, I think, is original. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Meaning that relay's been through. 18, 19 years? 19 years and 220,000 miles. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know what happened with that vehicle before I owned it. Yeah. When I bought it, it had 206,000. Mm-hmm. So, oh, it also had a ton, like a ton of oil in it. Oh, really? Yeah, like I checked the dipstick, and you know how it has the two fill lines yeah. that you're supposed to be between? It was like way up there jesus so we huh. drained some, that was a bit of a mishap that we drained some of the oil yeah this is my dad and i we drained some of the oil and the bucket we had was too small and it spilled oil everywhere <laughs> so anyway <clears throat> wasn't even on our notes but that's what we were doing yeah so we did before recording it was uh interesting i'm hoping we can uh you can get a relay eventually Let's see what the see if that fits is it uh yeah i'll, get, I'll buy one can't be that expensive. Probably not. I wouldn't think. But uh, anything else you've been up to in the past two weeks that we haven't been talking around each other? You see, in between episode recordings, uh, I just block Chris on everything. Um, and we, we don't speak. Well, weeks. that's also because you hate me. Well, yeah, but I mean, they don't, they don't need to know that. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> um, actually, I do have a work story that I can talk about. Hey. So, basically, my job entails internal IT. I do, I run IT internally for a company. And, and I, every so often, someone will ask me, like, for advice about their computer or something, or like, hey, if I bring this in, do you think you could fix it? And my answer usually depends on whether I like the person or not. Yeah, and, um, and also, like, I'm sure the complexity of, complexity of something. Yeah. I, I Usually I'm like, yeah, I can take a look. And they're like, all right, I'll bring it in. And they never do. So, you know. Um, but re- uh, yesterday, Friday, I got a phone call. And it was, hey, I have a customer here who has... I have a customer here who bought a new iPad and wanted to see if their pa- and their passwords weren't transferring over. Do you think you could maybe assist with that? And I was what like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, that's that's like I got off and I was, it was a quick phone call too because I was like, I was like, "No, that's not my I." The way I put it was way nicer than what I wanted to say, yeah. which is usually how it goes. I said. That's out of my jurisdiction. I can't help you with that. Yeah. And I just left it at that. Um, and that was an acceptable answer. So the person who called was like, okay. And that was it. But what I, I was like, this isn't my job. Who do you think I am? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> like, what? Or no. More importantly, who do you think you are to ask me this? Like, you're not, this wasn't my boss. This isn't an owner. This is some like random lady. Just some lady. That's no, ridiculous. I'm not gonna help you. Like what? 
I can't That's... believe that that I was just I'm just baffled that someone asked me that. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna bring ground beef to McDonald's and be like, hey, can you cook this for me? Like, hey, boss, put this on the grill real quick. This slab of meat. Like, I don't understand what. I mean, I don't know that. She sounds pretty brain dead. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's how it is usually. Most people are pretty brain dead. So, understandable. Yeah, I mean, that ain't my that ain't my job. She's not. She's my bitch. Do I look like an Apple genius? Yeah, like just go to the Apple store. They're geniuses. They'll figure it out. Yeah, aren't they rebranding? I think they're rebranding them. What the Apple Genius Bar? Yeah, Genius is pretty insulting. I would well, yeah. say it's like, oh, go take it to that genius over there. Yeah, your your iCloud isn't sinking. Yeah, bring it to the genius. Just clearly, you're too bring inferior. Bring it to the genius. It's either it goes both ways because on one hand, if it's worded that way, it makes you think, are you the idiot, or are they saying, yeah, bring it to that fucking idiot over there? Well, usually when I, I've I don't think I've ever used the term genius in a in a positive manner. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm always like, I always use it as like, oh, you're a retard. Yeah. Like. Like, yeah, know. okay, go ahead, genius. Figure it out. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean... Uh, I, it's I, like a... Yeah, it goes both ways. Like, I think the better... Best Buy does it better. They have the Geek Squad. Yeah. Where it's supposed to just be, like, the techie people. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's that. I mean, I, I would rebrand if I was Apple, but... Yeah, but... uh, We'll talk more about Apple later. Yeah, that comes up. But... What about you? Jordan, what have you been? What 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 have you been up to? <laughs> Not having a stroke, that's for sure. That was um, blood what, vessel broke in my brain. Sorry. I've been uh, I've been biding my time. I've been uh, playing a couple games, biding my time for uh, Cyberpunk and uh, other big game releases like Spider Man stuff like that. Yeah, haven't haven't we all? Um, what I what I did do was I uh, I faced my fears. So I think I spoke about this maybe two or three episodes ago, uh, VR horror games. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do vaguely remember that. So, yeah, when I was a kid, like, horror was just, it just wasn't there. Like, my brother exposed me to Friday the 13th, like, at the age of six, and that just ruined horror for me. I didn't play anything, I didn't watch any horror movies till I was, like, 15. Understandable. I progressed through movies, and I was, I, I love horror movies now, and then I forced myself to play Outlast and Outlast 2, and then now I've been somewhat okay with horror games in general. But the one thing I never was able to do was uh, virtual reality horror games. Well, that's a whole different animal. Yeah. Is virtual. Well, that's an idea. I have a set of nice noise-canceling headphones. And the ability to turn this space that we're currently in into a VR space. That would be pretty spooky. Noise-canceling headphones... You're forgetting the part where I have two VR headsets, too, at my house. Oh, shit. There we go. But uh, I, I wanted to talk about that at some point, too. But That might be something. But I, um, so I bought um the Exorcist Legion on uh, the original Rift, played it for about 15 seconds, heard some noises, and I was just done. Refunded it. And I, I just, it's one of those things where every time I'm going through the Oculus Store or Steam and I see a game that's like a horror VR game, I'm like... Man, I'm a bitch. Like, I really want to play this, but I just can't. So, I was going through Oculus Store a couple months back, and Layers of Fear VR came out for the Quest. Layers of Fear is the first ever, like, horror game I played to get over the, the fear oh, really? of horror games. 
um, right before Outlast 1 and 2. So, Layers of Fear is one of my favorite horror games ever. So I said, hmm, VR? Sounds fun. Played it for about six or seven minutes, and then never again. I refunded it. I gave up. <laughs> so, Halloween this year. We did our Halloween special, and I was like, you know what? I know what I'm going to do. Halloween came. You were cranking out the Halloween special, and I was like, Blair Witch just came out on the yeah. Oculus Quest. I, uh... Editing that, I I literally almost went insane. Yeah. Because I had the entire video ready on the night of the th- uh, on the night of like the 29th mm. and I was like or I had it almost ready like the 30th it was like done and I was like well video's pretty much done now all I have to do is censor everything man that took like another seven hours <laughs> censoring everything oh yeah um but coincidentally just as you were uploading the Halloween special I purchased Blair Witch for the Oculus Quest because it launched on Halloween Day. That's fun. And no one was home. I thought, okay, I'm going to play this. Not even Oscar was home. Oh, no, he was home. He was sleeping his little fat ass off. Um, I was like, I'm going to play this. Put the headset on. I get in. Even the fucking main menu is creepy as shit. So I'm, really? like, I'm like, oh, no, you're sitting in an abandoned shack with noises behind you, a dog, and it's a, a old CRT TV that is your menu. You're going through the CRT TV, and I'm like, oh, man, this is spooky. Do a new game. Um, and I had played five minutes of Blair Witch on Game Pass as well. I, uh, I actually got it free recently. Epic Games? Epic Games gave it to me I have free. three copies of that fucking game. I have it from Game Pass, I have it on Epic Games, and now I have it on the Quest. Well, that's like me on GTA. I have a copy on Epic Games Store on Steam. From, the, from when it was free. Yeah. And, uh, and I had it on the 360. Yeah. I, uh, so I, I'm playing the game, I get through the main menu, I start the game, I skip the intro, uh, cutscene, cause like I said, I already played about five minutes of it, and then I'm just kinda doing my thing, and you know how it is with a lot of horror games, they don't usually just start off, like, crazy. Like, even Outlast starts off really tame, like, you're just kinda doing your thing. You're, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, feel for the mechanics. Um, and then I had, like, this moment, there was one part in the game where you're, I'm walking through the woods, and I, I hear, like, rustling on the sides, and I'm like, eh. You know, it's a little bit spooky, but I can I can deal with it. You know? It's just it's the woods. Things move there. Like I yeah. When I was it's like very natural. Feeling. When I do work, because uh, my house is like right next to some woods. Um, when I do work, I just hear noises in the leaves all the time. And you're just like, okay. I'm yeah. like, what is that? And then I look, and it's usually like a little mouse or something. Yeah. A little fucker like that. I hate those things. Oh like, yeah. They're stupid. But uh. I, uh, yeah, I hear rustling, and then I'm walking, and then it just cuts to silent, and I'm just, I'm going through the woods, and then all of a sudden I hear, <laughs> coming up from behind me, oh, shit. just full sprinting. I, I'm just like, what the fuck? I put my hands up to my head, hit the pause button, and just shut my eyes, and I open my eyes, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> it's paused. I go to pull the headset off, and then I just, I just stopped, and I go, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do it. I'm a man. I can do it. Put the headset back on. Unpause. Jump scare. No, no jump scare. That's the worst part. It was just an audio cue from the devs, right? <laughs> I'm like, I'm just sitting there. I unpause. I shut. Okay, not nothing happened. All right, I just I went forward, and now let's put it this way. I'm like three hours into the game, and I'm actually loving it. Really, scares and all. I'm getting over the fear. It's fun. Blair Witch for the quest. I highly recommend it. Um, I'm gonna be getting a quest too soon. 
You really should. I would love to play like co-op VR games. Either either sick. Black Friday or I might see if I can get one from someone for Christmas. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's fucking sick. And I yeah, playing Blair Witch, it makes me want to go back and play a couple of VR horror games. Um it's not the scariest game. It's a lot of uh, ambience to that game, more so than jump scares so far. Oh, um, good. I like when I like when it's ambience as when well. When it's like actually scary and not just scary because jump scare yeah like that, that, that's how i am i don't like when like, like five nights at freddy's that's kind of why i don't like it is because it's just all about a jump scare i like games where like for example i'm in the woods and i hear shit around me and i'm like what the fuck is going on or like in some games doors will just shut and you're like what the fuck it's just like the is the nerves more than the actual scared you yeah. know it's trying to maintain your adrenaline is what my favorite part about horror games is is not panicking, just trying to be like, all right, all right, just take a breath, come on. More so than, oh, wow, they just threw something in my face, and that was startling. Yeah. anything can startle you, you know? Yeah, I've had worse, my worst jump scare legitimately was I was playing Skyrim once, and I went into a cave, and I was, like, already kind of on edge, because I'm like, that's just a strange cave. Yeah. And then there was, like, a thing... On like a, like a crystal, like on a, one of those little like what are those things called? The little energy crystals, soul crystals, whatever they call. Yeah. It. it was on a pedestal, and it just like shot electricity at me, and I like I jumped like six feet out of my chair. Jesus Christ! I was so scared. <laughs> All right, there you go. Crystals with lightning seem to be his weakness. Yeah, I jumped out of my skin. Scared the shit out of me. But uh, yeah, that's that's what I've been up to. I played that. I had the unfortunate ability to play Watch Dogs Legion. I'll get into that later. Um, then I found a commercial. A commercial? I think you'd like it. Um, are you are you familiar by this title that I'm going to give it? The Whopper from Burger King Snake Commercial. No. I uh, don't watch commercials. I've it's never... an old commercial. An old commercial? Yeah, from 12 years ago. Okay. Um, no, that doesn't sound familiar. I am familiar with the Whopper from Burger King as I used to work at a Burger King. Yeah, yeah, and it's like the only good thing at Burger King. No, the nuggets are good as long as you steal them right out of the fryer. <laughs> the best, the I best. I can imagine, yeah. They taste better when you know it's risky to eat them. Because <laughs> if you if your manager sees you, they'll be like, hey, what are you doing? Cut that <laughs> can out. I get a slap on the wrist? Yeah. Um, I want to play the video for you. And I just, I just need your genuine reaction. Oh, God damn it! Hey, you just broke your phone case. Nah, that's my little snap. It's gonna unhinge his jaw. <laughs> there he goes, yeah. That's definitely me when I see a Burger King Whopper. <laughs> when I see a stranger's food. That'd be my reaction, too. Okay. <laughs> that was certainly an advertisement. Um... I'll link that down below in the description if any of you it's are It's so good. It's so good that you unhinge your jaw like a mighty anaconda and uh, and suck it down. Um, that's all I've been up to. Yeah, eat I just the, I found eat that Eat the commercial. Whopper, stupid. Eat it. Eat the triple Whopper. Three slabs of schmeat. Yeah, basically. Oh, if there's uh, any strange noises picked up in the background, there is some construction happening, it seems. <laughs> it would appear. Um... But yeah, I've just been playing a couple games, um, getting over my fears. I've been using the Quest 2 a lot, honestly, more than my PC. Really? Yeah, I've just been experimenting with it, because it's just, I don't know, it's just such a good headset, um, minus the whole Elite Strap debacle, but it's such a good headset that I've been 
I've been playing the shit out of it. I've been playing Onward, like, every night. I've been playing uh, Population 1. I completely forgot to ever even put that on the notes. Um, I mentioned it, I think, last episode, their new Battle Royale game. Very good. Very good Battle Royale game. Um, super fun in VR. Super cool. But I've uh, been playing a couple games on there. And I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting my ass off for Valhalla and... Um, fucking what's that game called you know that that real popular one that everyone's oh what is it called cyberpunk which yeah. got delayed again cyberpunk cyberpunk got delayed uh you know how we uh we were able to date our last episode because we filmed that one uh probably days before it got delayed again yeah so Got delayed again. Yeah, even yeah. though last episode we said it went gold, or the episode before that we said it went gold, and it did, but it got delayed. And then, delayed. And then CD Projekt Red, I mean, I love them, but they had the audacity to say going gold doesn't mean the game's guaranteed when that's the whole fucking point of going gold. That's literally what going gold means. Uh, um, I'm so upset. I'm sad, but then again, it's not as bad as, like, the, you know, other 15 delays. It's It's, like... 21 days so i'm like okay but is it gonna release it's three weeks of a delay but that leaves what as of today like six weeks yeah in that six weeks are they gonna be like oh we need more time yeah i know that's the that's the biggest fear that's why i haven't bought the game yet I haven't bought it either. I'm, I'm not buying it until like probably the day before release. Yeah, because it's there. This you know, there's no, there's no point. What happens now if they're like, it's like a day before release, like December 9th, and they're like, man, we got a delay again. Steam refunds, I guess. We're just like, man, we're gonna cancel the game. I. Uh, it's not coming out now. I took time off work for the for the November launch, and now I took time off work for the December launch. I took time off work at the end of November. Uh, I was like, uh, I didn't take it specifically for Cyberpunk, but I was like, I need a fucking vacation, and Cyberpunk would be nice to have. Guess not. I mean, I still suggest you try to move that to, like, the week after it launches in December. Yeah, but then I have school in the way, too. Yeah, but don't you, isn't your semester over in December? Oh, yeah, I guess. But then I have work in the way. No, then I don't have work in the way, I'm retarded, so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, so. Something to consider, but, um, you know what else makes me sad about the Cyberpunk delay? So, Cyberpunk was set for the 19th of November, as we all know. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla was set for November 10th, which is the only reason I'm still having my sanity, is because I know that this Tuesday, the day uh, before, so yesterday, as of this upload, Valhalla has released, and I'm very excited, I want to sync, that's going to be like, probably the next RPG that I really want to get invested in, because I've never really got invested in an RPG. Besides maybe The Witcher 3 and a little bit of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. But I really want to sink into Valhalla if it's hopefully as good as it seems. So there's that keeping my sanity. But you know what's depressing? There was literally just another game I was excited for that's launching December 10th. That just so happens to be the same day Cyberpunk was delayed to. Yep. Called The Medium. It's from Bloober Team, the people who made Layers of Fear. It's a horror oh. game. They pushed it back because they, they said they would get decimated if they launched it the same day as Cyberpunk. <laughs> They said we could use more time, and they said also with the updated schedule for game releases in December, we don't foresee high sales. No, anyone. The month, 
I, I will say this. If it actually releases December, no one can release a game in December. No. It's going to get steamrolled do you by remember? Cyberpunk. Do you remember how I was afraid um, about Valhalla? Because Valhalla was before the Series X was announced and Microsoft made the deal to have it as a launch day title. Valhalla was supposed to release the same day as Cyberpunk. Oh, December 10th? No, November 19th. Before oh, it got delayed. Before. Oh, delayed. oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Series X was told to be the tenth, and Microsoft paid them to release it the tenth. Um, and also, did you um, did you see? I I just totally drew a blank. What the hell was I gonna say? Oh no. We're talking about Valhalla. We're talking about Cyberpunk. Oh yes, yes, it was about Cyberpunk. Do you know? Do you see why they delayed Cyberpunk? No, I didn't. I just saw that they did. It would appear. From what I've seen from kind of like speculation based off some of the ways they worded things, two main reasons. Getting it running on next-gen consoles a, a little bit better, like getting it uh, ready for next-gen yeah. consoles. And apparently they're having a hard time getting the game to run at all on last-gen consoles. <laughs> yeah, they're having, your, they're having trouble with the PS4 and uh, Xbox One ports of it. The PC port is, the, I think, the only port as of like when they delayed it that was done. Hmm. Well, I mean, if we just, right, if we just went back in time and eliminated the concept of a game console, we would have Cyberpunk already. See, that is true. <laughs> but here's the here's the problem. If we eliminated the concept of a game console, would gaming be the industry it is now? No, it would not. That's the problem. Um... But yeah, apparently that seems to be the speculation as to why, which makes me a bit sad, because I don't even have... I'm not even going to get it on console and or next-gen console. Can we just release it on PC now? See, that's what I was assuming like they might do, but then I realized they probably don't want to split it like that because it's such an anticipated game that like you split it now and you piss off a lot of people. Nah, you split it, right? What you do... This is a big brain move right now. Okay. What you do is you release an exclusive, high-end, pre-built computer, all cyberpunk-themed, release it early on PC, include a copy of the game with the PC. Idiots go. will buy it. There you go. Yeah. That's a money move right there, CD Projekt Red. Yeah, you're only, uh, you only owe us 50% of the sales. So 75 Yeah, take it or leave it, bitches. Um, no, I mean $75. <laughs> yeah, 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 fuck. Um, yeah, that's that's a good point. That would be nice. I would... Oh, man, am I excited for anything that's coming out? Not really. What about Spider-Man Miles Morales? That launches I'm Thursday. excited for it. It's just that I'm not going to buy it for a while. No? no? Not a full price game as well. How much is it? 50 I believe. 40 Oh. Uh. I mean, I'll probably wait. Yeah. Because I do plan on getting... Um, I do plan on getting a next-gen console at some point. Same. I don't know what that one will be. Like I said, if they did something like they did with the Xbox One, where they do a Cyberpunk Series X, I will buy that. I wonder how that works for that Xbox One X, that Cyberpunk theme. I thought that was already out. And I thought it came with the game. I thought that was supposed to launch the 19th, so they must have delayed that, too. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Maybe I don't they remember. just do it with the Series X. That would be nice. 
Because if if they did that, I am I am a slut for Cyberpunk. I will buy that Xbox. I'm not even joking. See, the thing is, like, I had said I would, and then I thought about it, and honestly, dude, the Series X is just so boring to me. Uh, I don't know. There's just, I feel like the only good thing happening on that side is like their Game Pass stuff. I don't even have. I have Game Pass for PC. That's I, what I use. I specifically there's like. You have to go a tier above to get for console and PC. Yeah. Uh, specifically for PC, which, honestly, Game Pass is probably the best games-as-a-service service that exists right now. Absolutely. It's, you know, no bullshit that you run into with GeForce Now or Stadia or whatever. Yeah. Or have you seen Amazon's new games-as-a-service thing? Oh, Christ. Everyone has a games as a service thing. Just do it like Microsoft. Let me download the damn game and play so it. I don't have to stream it like an asshole. Mm-hmm. Maybe give me the option to stream it. Yeah. Maybe make both of an op- both of them an option. Mm-hmm. Let me download it if I want because I got the PC to run it. I'll just download it. Yeah, I think that's where PlayStation Now is lacking. Where like they have the games. I mean, you got some good ass games on PlayStation Now. You got Red Dead One. You got the old God of War games. All games a lot of people love. But it's all streamed. Yeah, just let me like the PS the PS4, I guess in this case, I guess the PS5 now will run it the game just fine. Yeah. Just let me download the game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's true. Um There's no way you just have like a bank of PS3s that you're running Red Dead 1 on and streaming it to me. Yeah, no. No way. You have it in like a server. So just like Push the files to me. Yeah. And let me play the game. Yeah, basically. Um, yeah. I, the only games I'm hyped for really is Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Miles Morales, and um, freaking Cyberpunk. But the thing is, I might even... I was thinking about Miles Morales. I might just wait until I end up getting a PS5, kind of like you said. Because, like, you can also get... If you pay, I think, uh, 60 or 70 bucks, you get the Ultimate Edition, which comes with a remaster of uh, Spider-Man. Of the original one. With ray tracing, high frame rate. The only thing is you got that ugly ass Peter Parker. Oh, yeah. They, like, changed his face. Yeah. Uh, um, I hate that. What I'm assuming happened was that for the remaster, I forget the actor whom they modeled it after. I don't remember who they modeled it after. I know the voice actor was Yuri uh, something. I'm assuming the guy they modeled it after was, like, he wanted another check. For the release, for the next gen release, and uh, they didn't want to do that, so they just changed his face. Um, yeah, the voice actor is Yuri Lowenthal, but I don't know who the uh, mocap slash facial animation actor was. Um, that's true. That could be what it is. Um, and in their quote unquote press release, they uh. They said it was because the voice better fit um, <laughs> that new guy's face. Okay. Or the performance from Yuri, I guess. I don't like it. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense, though, because in that entire game, you see Spider-Man's face like maybe 10% of the game. Yeah. True. 95%, 90% of the game, his face is covered because he's wearing the spider Spidey suit. Yeah. 
Oh, can we just talk about the Spidey suit for a second? Have you seen the pre-order suit for Miles Morales? No, I haven't. Oh my god, it's so badass. It's the um, the Spider-Verse suit. Yep. And it makes him animate like the movie. Oh, really? It's so badass. That's dude. pretty cool. It's so fucking badass, dude. He he animates like just just like the movie. It does like pow sound, uh, visual effects whenever you fight someone. Hmm. Fun fact about the movie: Did you know that the way the movie's filmed, um, I believe every character moves um, in twenty four frames per second, but Miles in the Spider Verse movie. Uh, is running at 12 frames per second and then as he gets better at the oh, end of the movie yeah, they up that. him up to 24 frames per second to make him look smoother which is uh, just kind of cool kind of badass I guess yeah yeah, it's interesting interesting filmmaking yeah it's it's funny too because like I almost feel like when I first saw the movie because I was like dead with the plague when I first saw that movie um, I feel like I actually noticed it and just didn't realize why I just why. thought you imagined it yeah, like, I was like, hmm, yeah, he does seem a little bit smoother, but I never, like, associated that to the frame rate, you know? Which is pretty fucking sick. But, uh, yeah. Other than that, I mean, I've been playing two games that are old games on Game Pass. Um, not sure if you've heard of them, but, uh, they're some of my favorite games ever now. Interesting. Really? You heard of A Played Tale Innocence and Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice? I do own Hellblade. Have you played it? Uh, I played like an hour of it. Yeah, put on those sexy headphones and play that game. So good. It just like the part I played, I was like, man, this really isn't doing anything for me. No, no. It uh, it's the same thing I had with Final Fantasy 15. It's like I played like four hours of that, like the first like four hours of the game. I'm like, man, this really isn't doing anything for me. The thing about Hellblade is like the uh, psychosis part of it. Yeah. So basically, the whole time you're playing, there's like voices in your well, head. Yeah. Um, and it uses binaural audio, so it's just kind of, like, fucking eerie. Um, the plot's a little weird, obviously, but, uh, the combat is pretty fun, and just kind of exploring the world was kind of, uh, kind of cool. And I, I just liked the ambiance of having these voices and these, like, Norse mythos creatures. It was kind of interesting, yeah. But... Yeah, it was inherently interesting. Um, but I can understand why I wouldn't do it for you. I, I, mean, I totally I could, get it. I mean, I could give it another shot, though. I do own the game, so. Yeah. It was on Game Pass, and I, I had wanted to try it for years, but it was one of those games where, like, I was very stuck in my ways with the genres that I liked, and I was like, ah, fuck that. That looks like trash. Turns out older me thinks it's pretty good, and then A Blade Tale Innocence, don't even get me started. I fucking love that game. What is that one about? Um, it's, I think it's made by Don't Nod. No, there's no way. No, 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 no. Um, people who made Stits. Have you ever played Stits? Like Shadow of uh, Darkness, whatever the fuck it is? Oh, stealth, I know what game you're talking about. Goblin game. Yes, yes, um, I do know what, I haven't played it, but I know what game you're talking about. Yeah, so A Plague Tale Innocence, it's developed by... I just had to, I just had to get the correct spelling of sticks in my head. Yeah. And yeah. then it makes sense. It, yeah, so it's developed by Asobo Studio, who I'm not familiar with, but it, the publisher's the same, it's Focus Home Interactive. Yeah. Um, essentially, without getting, in case anyone or you decide to play it, which I would highly advise, on Game Pass, um, it's... What it, what is it like French Inquisition sometime or I uh, the Imperial Inquisition or some shit like that. Um, I'm gonna actually just read the description because I'm not too good with history and I forget the fucking time period. Isn't the only Inquisition I can think of is the Spanish Inquisition? It might be Spanish. I'm not even sure. Um, but it's I 1348 is the time period. That doesn't really mean anything to me. No. Um, basically the plague 13. 
it's 1300s. about the plague. It's got um, the plague. So, essentially, there's an Inquisition um, run by some some priests. Uh, and you play as this girl, Amicia. So I guess it must be the Spanish Inquisition. It, it has to be, yeah. You play as this girl, Amicia. She has a little brother, Hugo, who's sick. Um, and the game kind of kicks off with this really, like, fucked up scene um, where you kind of cast out on your own as Amicia with her little brother. And you basically have to take care of him. But up to this point in, like, her life, she never even, like, spoke to him. He was always locked away. So she's like, who the fuck is this little dude? Um, she just kind of hates them. They hate each other. They don't get along. Uh, it's very similar to, uh, in the same kin of, uh, a brother, uh, what is it? Brothers Tale of Two Sons. Oh, yeah. Except yep. for the fact that this is a third person stealth game. Um, and essentially there's like rats in the plague. So everyone's sick. Everyone's dying. It's fucking brutal. You're trying to sneak around guards. Your only weapon is a sling and you can kind of upgrade the sling. Um, and it's one of those games kind of like The Last of Us where, well, kind of like the last of us where the the focus is the narrative but the thing with the last of us the gameplay is really solid too obviously but at the end of the day the focus of those games is the narrative that it's trying to portray um that's how this game is where you're kind of making your way through the game but all you really you know get invested in is the story more so than the mechanics the mechanics are pretty basic you know a little bit of stealth here and there throw rocks distract guards stuff like that but the narrative is really good the story it tells between these two siblings and then like even the supporting characters that are in the story actually very likable um and it it was just one of those games where it's a fun linear adventure where like we don't you don't get that a lot now you really don't like you get a lot of big grandos games like even newer assassin's free games which is all about open world shit like that that's true um definitely like games now it's like they're they're inherently very different than games like Five, ten five, years yeah, ago. Yeah, I was to say, like, five or six years ago, where where it's, like, GTA and, like, Saints Row, those were, like... Those were the, the open world games. Those were, it? like, the only real open world games. There was a couple other ones. Yeah. But, like, everything else was, like, mission-based. And then game studios were, like, they saw GTA five and were, like, oh, people like freedom in games. They like to move around a big map. Every game has to have a huge map now. Yep. Every game has to have a huge map. You can have the biggest map in the world, right? You can have a map that's literally the size of the earth to scale, right? But if you have nothing in it, what's Boring. the point? Have you seen Dynasty Warriors 9? I have not. So, have you ever played Dynasty Warriors in general? Uh, no. So, it's basically just hack and slash. And it was all level-based, you know, carefully crafted levels, um... Yeah, or do like a if you you have to do an open world if you insist on it, do like um like Hitman, yeah, where it's a semi sandbox. open world, where it's like you're just plopped into a world. It's a, yeah, it's into a map. Level. It's a big level. Yeah, it's a with big map. And then they're like, there's tons of stuff to do on each individual map, so you don't have to tailor each to it's it's less constrictive because you can be in different locations every time. Yeah. But yeah, Dynasty Warriors 9, obviously followed up Dynasty Warriors 8, which was super popular, um, insisted on being open world. So they genuinely released the game as an open world game, which this game has no reason to be open world. And people, I think they, they timed it. There was nothing, barren land, to travel, what, a full minute before you can get to anything. And there's nothing to do. It's like, go here, fight these guys, travel five minutes this direction, fight these guys. Nothing to see, nothing to do. So it's like, 
It's like Red Dead 2 if they took out everything except the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, um, you don't get any of the world building, any of the cool events, just the no story. No wildlife. Like, No nothing. wildlife. No. no NPCs. There's no NPCs. There's no one. <laughs> no. Yeah, so. Who thought that was a good idea? I'm not sure, but they. I hope they were fired. I, I, I hope they were fired out of a cannon <laughs> into but, uh, a wall. Yeah, a playthrough is just a really good linear experience. It's the same thing with Hellblade, where it's just another linear experience where you're just kind of like, you don't feel overwhelmed. You're just like, all right, I'm doing my thing. I did get that sense of it where it was linear, but it was also kind of open world in some way. With what, Hellblade? Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit freedom me. It's, you know? um, I think Dark Souls is a, like the Souls games have a good mix of that. Yeah. Where you can go anywhere in the map. But it's, it's a linear experience. It's a yeah. linear experience, though. Sort of. Like, I know there's parts you can get to before other parts, depending on what direction you go. Yeah. Because essentially the the game, the Souls games, are just boss rushes. It's yeah. going from one boss to the next to the next to the next. I mean, and it's... But it's fairly linear. Yeah. Um, You can go back through areas and the enemies will be back, you know? Yeah. And, you know, you it's get like the a dungeon idea. crawler almost. In a kind way, of, yeah. yeah. In a way, yeah. Um, and I'm, I was happy to find out too that like supposedly there's a, a sequel to a Plague Tale in development. And then my main reason for playing Hellblade was because um, one of the big selling points for the series X is that Senua's Saga Hellblade Two is a game that's going to come to it. Oh, uh, so yep. I was like, hey, you know what? If I can get into the first one, then it's just another game to play, you know. Um. But yeah, those were those were two very good linear experiences. Um, then I had the unfortunate encounter with Watch Dogs fucking Legion. That game's trash. Really? Yeah, I really don't like it. Which is funny because it seems like a lot of people do. Um, hmm. I hate uh, it. <laughs> yeah. I... What I will say, Watch Dogs has been pretty mixed as a series. Yeah. Watch Dogs 1, people didn't like that one. No. It was kind of interesting to me. It was... I didn't play the story, really. Mm-hmm. I played it as... Like, you would play, like, GTA. Yeah. I just, like, roamed around and I shot people, and that was that was my experience with the game. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was fun for that. Because yeah. then I ended up getting a bunch of skills where I could, like, blow up different things and kill police in certain ways, and, you know. Yeah. Watch Dogs 2, however, I played through the whole story, and I thought it was pretty good. I liked Watch Dogs 2. Watch Dogs 2 is incredibly well-received. I liked, I liked Watch Dogs 2 a lot. I, the main character was a lot more likable. Yeah. Um, Marcus, I think his name was. Marcus, yeah. Marcus. Um, the side characters were, were pretty likable, too. Yeah. Um, and they felt like more of people than computer software just yeah then blend. then yeah. uh christ what's his name aiden aiden pierce yeah. aiden pierce um felt more like a person than aiden pierce did mm-hmm. i um, liked the whole plot of uh Watch Dogs one where like it was that revenge story in a way i'm yeah, a sucker for revenge stories truthfully but it wasn't a good it revenge wasn't a story good it was like matt's pain is a good one you're <laughs> introduced to a character to the what is it his niece or is it his, his daughter niece, i believe so you're introduced to the niece, and she's dead within 10 frames, legitimately. Yeah. So, you know, mm-hmm. there's better 
revenge plots out there, you know? Yeah, I think it could certainly have been done better, um, for sure. Um, and then Legion, I don't know if you're familiar with some of the mechanics. I know the the basic idea. It's like you're supposed to, you can, like, possess people, sort of. You can possess any character you want. That's um, cool, like, I guess. But... First of all, have you seen the controversy with their AI generation? They uh, it generates character traits. Um, so for example, like you can possess an old man, and have him join your team and play as him. But because he's old, he can't move as fast. He can't crouch. Stuff like that. Oh yeah, that makes sense. So it does cool stuff like that. But they generated a fucking character. Okay. This this gets dark. They generated a character that it says. Um, oh, I gotta look it up so I don't fuck this up. It's bad. They already had a bit of a controversy because they had um, a character who was like a games journalist who looked like the stereotypical, like, Kotaku outrage games journalist. Yeah. And people were mad about that. Of course, Kotaku had a fucking fit about that. Um, there was another thing that people were mad about that I don't remember. Oh, here we go. You ready? It generates. It generated a character, Shannon Dickey. You know what her job was? What was that pediatrician? You know what her character? Uh, one of her bio said. What was? Ended personal relationship with a patient. Oh. <laughs> Let that sink in. Yeah. Ugh. I guess it could have been worse. Like if she was like a vet. <laughs> She's a horse caretaker. Yeah. So you know. That's, uh... Yeah, so that was, uh... It's kind of dark. I don't know if that's, like, really a controversy rather than just, like, a weird bug. But then again, then again, there's, like, in, in games now, it's just, like, a fine line. It's like, oh, this is a funny thing that we put in the game, but then everyone loses their mind about it. Yeah. Like, like, the, like um, yeah, there could be a developer there that was like, hey, you know what, this is, this made sense. This is, this is pretty funny. And now they're just like, oh, software glitch. Ooh, you can't do it now. You know? It doesn't... You know what I mean? Like, uh... With, like, uh, Red Dead 2, people complain that you can beat the shit out of a suffragette. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, I do the remember that. suffrage lady. You can just beat the piss out of her. You can beat the piss out of any civilian. Yeah. Like, the, uh... Um, that was the one game where I'm pretty sure you could kill children at, the, at launch. There was a child in San Denis that you could kill. You could kill a child. I'm pretty sure. Didn't kill like a, a child. It was like a teenager. I'm re I'm replaying through again. Really? For like the third time, Red Dead 2. So I will see if I can kill the child. <laughs> I, I think it was patched out after launch. Oh. Uh, but, um, you know, you can just kill. But like, that was just the time. You could also just kill any I, NPC. You could do anything. People were mad about that, that you could kill that specific NPC though. Yeah, forgetting the part where it's player decision. It also, wasn't like a mission. Yeah, there exactly. was no mission that the the devs put in there. Like, yes, beat this suffragist. There was also the other one. Um, you run into the eugenics professor, where he's like, yeah, yeah. You run into that eugenics professor. I I in the middle of San Denis, I just shot him in the gut. I'm like, fuck you, dude. I'm yeah. Like, I think you gain rep for that. That's like a good. That's a good action. <laughs> Makes because, sense. You know, fuck that guy. Um. But honestly, the game started off like I, I I downloaded it, played it launch day, and I was really into it. Like they they set you up with this main character, um, Dalton, yep. and it's in London, by the way. 
um, which is an interesting theme because you don't really get many uh, games that take place in London. Um, so, or even just outside of the U.S. or like a fictional place. Yeah, because London's kind of boring. <laughs> yes. Everywhere that's not the United States kind of sucks, let's be honest here. Yeah, I mean, hey. Yeah, so the game takes place in uh, in London, which is kind yeah like kind of interesting but so also so it's just like the streets are really narrow streets are really narrow you drive Everyone, on the wrong side and it's yeah you drive on the wrong side um everyone's just kind of rude yeah um it's it rains all the time it does rain a lot in the game too it rains all the time i guess the east coast of new england is like that too yeah aside from the aside from the the um the driving on the wrong side of the road. We drive on the right side of the road here. We do? <laughs> um, but uh, I do, at least. I don't know about you. Whoops. That explains why that cop was chasing me on the highway. Huh. Going the opposite way. Yeah. I don't know. It was, I, I don't know, man. I was on the highway the other day, and they said, there's a driver going the wrong way. And But I saw him. There was like 50 of those assholes going the opposite <laughs> way. It was scary. Yeah. Freaking dumbasses. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they introduced you to Dalton, and then within the span of the prologue he, he's dead like that's it <laughs> he's just that's, dead that's such a ubisoft thing to do um the crew had that they you're like this, i played it but i don't remember it i don't really this that's the only reason i remembered it just triggered a memory for me um the crew had that where you <laughs> that was like one of the one of the games i think one of the like the second game i just called a character death yeah minutes before it happened because, oh yeah, the police kill him, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like you're this guy, and then you're with your brother, and then he's shot. That's yeah. it. Um, Red Faction Guerrilla had that too. That wasn't a Ubisoft game, but I've always wanted to play that. It's it's a good one. Um, you meet your brother, and then twenty <laughs> seconds later, he's dead. Jesus Christ. So that's and then they, that's how they try to get a revenge plot in. Yeah. It's like, oh, it was, uh, my brother got shot. I had no attachment to this. Yeah. I had no attachment to this character. Why do I care? Well, spoiler alert for Red Dead 2, that's where Red Dead 2 was, like, incredible. Like, the epilogue. Uh, oh, got, yeah. The epilogue, oh, the way that, like, the way the epilogue takes place. That game, that game ends beautifully. Yeah. Um, There is, I mean, I guess in that epilogue, there is some questionable stuff. Yeah. Like, you do pretty much nothing, and then there is... It all gets off. Um, like a ten-minute music video of you building a house. That That's a jam, though. That's that's a fucking jam. That, that song... We should have we listened to that while we worked on the car. That song is a banger, I will say. That song is a banger. The whole the whole playlist... Uh, not the playlist. What the is whole it? The soundtrack, soundtrack is, is oh. really good, especially when you're running, and then it's just like a subtle violin that kicks in. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. I love that game. I need uh, to play it. I'm gonna play it again when I when I'm done with this. Um, but yeah, they, they kill off this guy, and then there's no main character. And I mean, I feel like there's a time there's a time and a place for games like that that are just sandboxy, do your own thing. And then I just I prefer if I'm gonna play a game to have a story, uh, especially a sixty dollar game. Drive, what was that game? Drive San Drive? Francisco. Yeah. Driver San Francisco. Driver San Francisco. Yeah. That game did that. It had a main character still, but you die, and yeah. then you play as the ghost of oh, the yeah. guy. You can possess people in cars. Oh, really? And drive around in their cars. Hmm. 
Yeah, you... See, that actually sounds kind of cool, though, because it implements, like, a gameplay mechanic that, like, still focuses on the story, right? Yeah, I didn't play too far into the story. I just remember, like, the first mission, you die. And then you can, yeah, and then you become... And then you can possess cars. Yeah. But with this game, I mean, maybe I'm just missing something. There is a story, but it's just inherently fucking boring. <laughs> it's like a revenge plot, but there's there's no revenge plot in the sense where, like, someone killed someone... And now you switch to this other character who's known them forever and wants revenge. Like, they actually make jokes about the guy dying. Sometimes they'll be like, oh, yeah, he got gut. And that's it. Yeah. They're just like, yeah. But, like, it's supposed to be this plot where, like, DeadSec was framed for bombings and now they have to clear their name. And it's like, I, I don't fucking care. That's where, like, Watch Dogs 2 itself. Watch Dogs, Watch Dogs 1 sucked because the main character was boring. Watch Dogs 2 itself because the main character was incredible. And then Watch Dogs 3 is like, ah, main character, never heard of him. You know, I yeah. really don't. I don't like it. That's the thing. I think like it makes sense, and I always bring it back to Red Dead Two. I love that game so much. That's uh, that's my like probably my favorite game of all. Time. I always bring it back to Red Dead Two because they do so much right. Hey, just a heads up. Uh, the next couple minutes, we're gonna be spoiling Red Dead Redemption Two and uh, and a little bit of Red Dead Redemption One. And if you haven't played either of those games or you don't know anything about them somehow, uh, don't watch. Timestamp in the description, also on screen if you're on YouTube, so... Okay. Skip. Is you get attached to this group of characters, like, really... Every person in that group. Like, actually really attached to these characters, and then, you know, all of a sudden one of them dies, or, you know, it, it happens a few times throughout the game, I'm not gonna say who and when, yeah. but a character will die and you actually, like, feel something, yeah. you know? Even my cold, blackened heart feels something. Right, there's one there's one character death that I want to bring up so bad. Should I? Well, which one? Sean. Oh, that one's fucked up, man. All of them kind of are, though. All of them are fucked up, but Sean, dude. Yeah, he's was just, he was like mid, uh, middle conversation. of the conversation, and he just... Top of his head, just off, at uh, Rhodes. Yeah. Aaron Rhodes, and who were they looking for at the time? The sheriff, right? They're looking for the sheriff, and then the greys fucking pop up. Yeah, that's when they're yeah they're looking for the sheriff, off. and they they figure out the plot, mm. and they they start shooting at him, and they you have to shoot your way out of the town. That man, I don't know that game. I I need to replay it because I just think about like just there were so many subplots to the main plot, and it's just so incredible. That's why I'm playing through it again, is because well, I guess my second playthrough, I only played through like half of the game. So I haven't done two full playthroughs. Yeah. But on a game like that, you notice a lot more on a second playthrough. Than the first. Because in the first, you're just really focused on yeah, yeah. The, the game, yeah. Um, It's like The Witcher did that for me. Is like, I did one really big save, and then I did a new game plus. Mm-hmm. And you know what's going to happen, but you can play the game a bit differently, or you know how to do certain things, or... You notice more about the game, yeah, than you would, and it and it leaves more of a lasting impression in your memory. Yeah, honestly, the um, yeah, the story for that game, man. Oh, there, there was there was rumors a while back of a Red Dead Three where you play as Dutch in his early days. That was a game I conceptualized after I played Red Dead Two. I, I thought a Red Dead Origins would be really good. Yeah, we discussed it on the show, actually. I did remember we? that. Yeah, one of our first episodes we did. I yeah, do, a Red Dead Origins exactly where you play... Red Dead Origins. Where you play as Dutch in the early years, and it shows how he formed the gang and his falling out with Colm. And... Well, t I mean, I don't I don't remember exactly 
when Arthur came to the picture. I know he was young. He was like 16. But I'm trying to remember like how far into Dutch's career, I guess you'd call it, that was. Um, but think how, how old canonically Dutch is. He's like in his 50s, right? 50s. So if Arthur was 20 16, years before. 20 years, yeah. So. 30s. So, it, so my point in bringing this up was that I feel like, I, I guess this is cliche, but I feel like a banger ending would be however he met Arthur, which I thought was after like a bar fight or something. He just like, he just pulls him up out of like the the, rub, <laughs> the uh, rubbish and it's just like. What are you doing here, boy? <laughs> boy. And then he just... He, he just, just sounds... <laughs> Arthur Morgan just sounds like Arthur Morgan in Red Dead 2. When yeah. he's, like, in his 30s. Yeah. Boy. Like, I don't know. I just feel like there's so much to do there where it'd be sick. But also, I don't know how far back I want them to go. You know? Well, we we know the end. We know we know what happened to Dutch. Like, we know where he, he died. Like, we know what happened there. Yeah. But, like, how far back do you want to go to the point where... I guess it is good because it is an origin story, so you get to learn more about the character. But I also feel like it, it's very easy to get shambled up in, like, plot holes and shit like that. That's true uh, if you keep retrofitting stuff. Yeah. Because, you That's, know, obviously, yeah. obviously the first one, you know what happens to John. Yeah. And you know what happens to Dutch. And you know what happens to Arthur. Well, in the first one, you don't even know what happened to Arthur, but you can assume because... He's not in the game. He's not even mentioned in the game. Maybe we should cut the spoilers or put a warning or something. Um, but yeah, you know, you know what happens to to all of them, and then you can obviously assume something happened to Arthur. Which I mean, I'll be honest, I was really hoping they'd tie it in with him just like leaving, doing something fucked up that like John doesn't want to think about him anymore. But, well, but it made sense what they did. Yeah, I think so. Um, and I thought the um. A character I thought they did really well um, was Sadie. She was done Dude, really well. Sadie Adler? Oh, my God. Amazing uh, character. Phenomenal character. Incredible. So. I lo- Yeah. I mean, I-, I would love to see, like, a Red Dead origin. Um, or just, like, further expanding in the Red Dead universe, even. Yeah. Well, I've thought about that with, um... Oh, what game was it that I was thinking? I was thinking of a game where... It didn't make sense to me for them to do, like, an origin, and it didn't make sense for them to continue the story, but I was thinking of, like, a different universe. I mean, uh, same universe, different group of characters. Yeah. Would be something cool. I forget what fucking game it was. If it pops into my head, I'll, I'll bring it up, but it was some game. Um, Because, like, at this point, right, I played through... I'm thinking of other Rockstar games. I played through GTA Five like, twice. Yeah, I didn't really like it. I couldn't tell you any of the plot points. Yeah. You rob a bank, you rob a jewelry store. Some people get framed. Yeah, and you kill a guy, and that's the end of the game. Yeah, Like, all around, is it a good game? Sure. Yeah, it's a fun-ass game. It's no Red Dead 2. Not even close. No. That's like their, that is their that prodigal is the, son. That is the quintessential Rockstar game. Yeah. Uh, Red Dead 1 and Red Dead 2 yep. are the... If you're going to play any games, if you if you want to play two games and then never touch video games for your entire life after that, Red Dead 1 and Red Dead 2 are the games to play. Well, I think with Red Dead 1 and 2, or, well, Red Dead 1 and then 2 later, they had this, they had a good foundation with Red Dead 1, where, like, GTA has always been about rampage in the streets. Red Dead 1 was this new IP where they, they just focused on narrative. That was, like, their first, you know? Yeah. So... Because if they had made Red Dead 1 GTA with horses and cowboys, like, if it was all about just blowing shit up, doing crazy shit, which it, it was, that was there. And you can do a lot of dumb shit in Red Dead. 
It's but just it's focused. In that game, at least in Red Dead Two, because I haven't played Red Dead One in like literally years. Same. Um, I, I should play that again. I was actually considering getting like an Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty just to play it again. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, they should put that shit on like Game Pass streaming or something. Yeah, because or, like, I'm sure as hell not going to buy uh, PS Now. No, and even um, then it's streamed. Yeah, so I would just play it on a bare metal, like a PS3 or Xbox 360, whatever I can buy. Good, we should do that. That'd be dope. But, with Red Dead 2, you get killed in that game. Like, I've said it before, I'll say it again. When you die in Red Dead 2, you feel it. When you die in GTA, you get killed way worse in GTA run down by a car, blown up by a rocket launcher. I think they have orbital strikes now in GTA yeah, yeah, Online. Um, a guy in a, an attack helicopter swoops down and catches you in the blades and, and just splits <laughs> you in half. And you, it's funny. And that's the death. Yeah. Like, and it's just, you're right back in the action. When you die in Red Dead, it's super dramatic. It's yeah. like, you get shot in the gut and you're like, and then it goes, boom! And you die, and it flashes a big dead screen. Yeah, I mean, in in it in GTA, it's still kind of there's some theatrics to it. It goes, yeah. and it goes wasted. But it's like you don't feel the death as much. You're much more disconnected from the character. Yeah, in the world in general. Yeah, yeah, because also the NPCs in Red Dead and the NPCs in GTA are inherently very different. Yeah. The NPCs in GTA are made specifically for so you, you <laughs> don't feel bad killing them. Yeah. Um, like, they're on purpose supposed to be assholes. Yeah. So you can... Mow them down. And... With no thought. Yeah. But a lot of times NPCs, just random ones, will have something to offer. Yeah. You can have a conversation with them, and if you just senselessly kill... I did very little killing. Yeah, absolutely. In Red Dead. And re- I never... I will. I, I won't make a it. Few, yeah. I got a few scraps with the 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 local law, but yeah. nothing that bad. It wasn't like it wasn't like GTA where you're like in a helicopter mowing down rows and rows of police. Yeah, it's like you get in the scrap with the sheriff and you ride on your horse while they chase you. You're shooting back at them, yeah. and then you get to the train station, pay off your bounty, and they all just fuck off. Yeah, it's a it's actually a very good implementation of that. I also, uh, it's, that's the thing, is I, I didn't just kill civilians. I got a few fist fights. Well, that's, I was just going to say, that's the one thing I did do. I'd always go to a bar and They'll start a bar fight. they you, yeah. Because I, I, I thought the fist fighting in that game was the best I've ever it's seen. It's so good. Like, the, the, the melee combat in that game for a third-person action-adventure game is, like, Oh, my God, tier. I love that game so much. Um, I, I don't, be, It yeah. may be the perfect video game. It might be. I don't think there was ever a time where I just walked up to an NPC and blasted them. I don't think that ever happened. Um, unless they started shit. It's the only time I did it. And typically, I would resort did, to fist fight. I did um, get creative with the lasso. Mm-hmm. I did lasso a few people. My my A fun thing I did a few times was when you lasso people, you can hogtie them. Yeah. And just throw them in a river. And just put just <laughs> their head underwater. Yeah, and they'll drown. And it's... Yeah. And it's I, it's 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 not that funny, but <laughs> you can tie people up and throw them in a like um. There's that side quest thing that a random event where there's a woman being kidnapped on a horse. Yep. Um. What I did is I chased the guy, lassoed him, t- 
tied him up and I shot him in the skull in front of the woman. Jesus Christ. And yeah. she was horrified. Yeah, and then she doesn't like you after that. And she doesn't like me after that, but I don't care. I saved your life. Yeah. Right? I got the good karma for it. I also, um, in one of my playthroughs, <laughs> because I, this is how the game worked for me, is I played through the full game. Then I played through like half the game and then like a quarter of the game. So in that quarter game playthrough, I did that mission, lassoed the guy, and then I got her on my horse, and I hit something, and she flipped off the horse <laughs> into a tree and died. <laughs> I, uh, I think, oh man, I think I have two favorite experiences with that game that just made me go like... Oh, uh, is it the one with the old lady? That's one of them. That's such a good um, one. Where I was just like, th- this, is, this is the game for me. First playthrough... Honestly, first and only true playthrough, um, do that bounty where you, you find the girl and the guy hiding underneath on the riverside, underneath like a little rock, and he's like, listen, you should turn yourself in, and she's like, okay, okay, and then as he turns away, she goes, you fucking coward, and stabs him. You remember that? Oh, man. Um, I, that's the one thing I didn't touch in the game, was, was bounties. bounties. They, I, I should go good. through and do them. Um, um I, I should do them, because it seems like... If it's as well done as everything else in the game, and there's no Which reason it is. not to. Um, basically, she, I, I, I creep up on the horse, and you hear them talking as you're walking over. And then she, he's like, listen, you should turn yourself in. We'll figure this out. I'll get you help. We'll try to get you out. And then she sees you, and she goes, oh, fuck this. They're here. And she, or, uh, no, rather, sorry. She says, oh, shit, they're here. And he goes, listen, just hand yourself over to that mister. And then she takes a knife out of, like, his boot. You know how they had knives in their boots? Yeah. And just stabs him in the throat. And then she goes, you're not taking me anywhere, and charges you, right? So on my first playthrough, I, I was like, what the fuck is she doing? And she just walked up and slashed me, right? So Arthur just goes like, oh, or whatever. <laughs> and, oh, shit. And I get, I get in a brawl, right? And I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there. I, I hit square, she slashes the knife. He ducks, I hit circle, and he just punches her in her mouth. <laughs> and he just one hit sends her backwards on her head, right? The knife falls, and he just goes, ah, oh, you fucking bitch and then he, <laughs> he, he ties her up puts her on the horse and then as you're riding she's just like listen listen man i didn't mean nothing by it and he's i didn't like, mean nothing it by gave, it it gave me the option to tell her to shut up so i hit the option and he just turns around and backhands her and goes shut your mouth you whore <laughs> she takes her dude yeah, and i'm like yeah. oh yeah this this is my game there's like, some good ones i spent you know that that other random encounter where you can get your uh horse stolen yeah Right. I spent like an which which for those who don't know in this game this is a big deal if your horse dies yeah it's not like Red Dead One your, you can, if your horse dies it's dead unless yeah, you have horse and reviver. you have to buy a new one um which I liked better than the Red Dead One mechanic absolutely it made me um, very thorough with everything but I spent like an hour getting the White Arabian horse oh no and I was on my way back to camp and the guy goes to steal my horse and he he did it he took my horse and immediately like i scoped i had i i had some rifle with the a scope on it rifle or whatever no because i wasn't i wasn't that far in the game um the springfield rifle maybe yeah and i had a scope on it and i just shot him in the back of the head and then i called i calmed the horse down and then i fleed the horse because i still had a marker on it because of my horse and i just emptied every bullet i had into that guy i was so <laughs> mad at him Oh man! I was like, "You think you can do this? Who do you think you are?" Damn, 
Yeah. I mean, like, just think. There's so many little things in that game that you forget about when you think of it. Like, for example, the gunplay. How you have to cock each shot. You know, the fact that all your weapons are stored on your horse and you can't just carry them all like GTA. Oh, yeah. Like, that yeah. stuff is just incredible. Absolutely incredible. Like, I love... Well, it, it gives you a nice little, like, you have to think about what you're doing before you do it. Yeah. Where it's like, you have your horse with you, and then you're like, okay, what am I doing here? Okay, this is a, this is a, a camp of O'Driscoll's. Let me get... A lever action. Let me get a medium-range rifle, and I'm going to get a shotgun for indoors sort of combat. Yeah. And you can... Or, this is supposed to be sort of a stealthy mission. Let me grab my bow and throwing knives rather than my shotgun and TNT. Yeah. You know? Like, that was just so sick. I freaking... And then, like... I don't know about you, but... Like, the random encounter... I actually forgot about this... The old lady, you brought it up, so now I have to tell the, the story. The old lady. About, <laughs> that was I, such a good one. <laughs> I showed Chris a video where on my quote-unquote second playthrough, which was really just me benchmarking my new PC, um, see how it ran. I uh, I was playing, and I, I came across this shack, and I'm like, oh, let me, let me investigate. I walk in, there's an old woman, and she's like, what the hell are you doing? You're not my sons. And I'm like, okay. Arthur's like, shut up, you bitch. And he's, he's investigating the house. I'm walking around. I find a, a pump-action shotgun in the basement. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, early in the game. Okay. I go to leave. She's talking her shit, and I'm just like, whatever. So I'm still looting this lady's house, and then she goes, I'm going to get my boys. And she gets up, and now I'm like, oh, no. So I try to draw a gun on her, and she, she, she does nothing. She does, she's not afraid. She's walking away. So I'm like, fuck, what do I do? I, how do I stop her? And... I switched to melee, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll just hit her. Maybe if I hit her, she'll like flee, right? And she's making her way down a staircase, and I hit the I hit the melee button, and Arthur just hits her in the spine, <laughs> and she just flies down the stairs. She goes, oh, and she goes down the stairs, <laughs> hits the ground. My honor goes down, and here, she's dead. And then Arthur just goes, that's right, and just turns around, walks away, like. The, the only other thing, the only way that could have been better is if she actually went somewhere. If she went to get her boys. Well, I, I, I regret not just following her yeah. to see where she went. Anytime, anytime like a, a, a person with a deep southern accent says, I'm going to go get my boys, you're always in for some shit. Yeah. Um, I, and that's what made me think of the third point was the Murphy Broods or whatever. I loved that shit. Like, oh, is it the the weird, the like freaky redneck the freaks ones out in the woods? Like, did you ever camp in their territory before? So I used to play the game really realistically, like where at night if I was traveling, I would camp. Oh, that's an interesting way to play. Um, and I camped once, and I was on my way to a mission. I camped, and then I'm like, what the hell? I can't control my character. He's just sitting at the fire. So oh, I thought it was a bug, right? Yeah. All of a sudden. A dude comes out of the corner of the screen with a revolver pointed at my head. <laughs> and it's a Murphy brood. And he's like, oh, you got some real stones sitting out in our territory here. And Arthur's like, I don't want no problems, buddy. Right? So then two more of them come out. And they're like, who the fuck do you think you are? And they're like, this is your last chance to get out of here. So then it, it gives me control, right? And they're walking away. So I just, I, I exit right out of the camp menu. I run over to my horse. I get my shotgun and I just fucking rush the first guy, tackle him, blow his head off, blow the other two apart. And then I burn their bodies in the woods, right? Couple, a couple days in game later, I camp again. And the guys show up, another set of guys. And they're like, 
wait a minute, isn't that the guy that killed our brothers? And then it just they just start <laughs> shooting me. They just unload and destroy me. Dude, that was just incredible. Yeah. I, I just, oh, the random encounters in that game, dude. Oh, man. That's that alone a, is worth the replay. That's such a that's such a game. Yeah. That's such a game, man. It just sucks that Rockstar as a company is pretty trash, to be honest. Well, that's why I think after GTA Online and what they pulled with that, no one really trusts Ride that online. Rockstar to make an online yeah. game. You know what yeah. I mean? Like because well, uh, GTA Online is very heavily pay to win for like anything. Yeah, it's one of those games that's pay to win in a way that it's not. Yeah. Um, they're like, well, you can play and get everything through just playing the game. It'll just be seven hundred and fifty hours of your life. It's like you have to grind missions and heists for literally months like yeah. not even not even months in terms of like one span of time just like months all together like in in hours spent in the game yeah like you need to spend like 1600 hours of just gameplay to... yeah just to get somewhere yep you know like <laughs> it's it's very much pay to win in a way that they can say it's not yeah um Red Dead Online, I haven't touched at all, actually. I played it at launch with my brother, and just we just fist fought a lot. But you, that's like the one part they ruined is the fist fighting. The so the good the best part of the combat they ruined it. Yeah, it's just super buggy. It's just like spam punching, and there's like no animation to it. Okay. So, um, so Red Dead Two official review. Don't play Red Dead Online, but do play Red Dead the story. Yeah. Absolutely. Multiple times. Yeah, that's fucking incredible. Um, I'm excited for their next game. I really hope it's Bully 2, I'll be honest with you. Bully 2. <laughs> Bully 1 was, like, one of my favorite games ever. Bully 1 is a good one. I, it even I, had a good story for that type of game. Like, that's a good-ass story. Yeah. I also like, um, like, midway through the game, you can get a go-kart. That's pretty cool. Yeah. For a game that's very much not, like, a town game yeah like you're, a big map game like a gta or something yeah where you're walking most of the time yeah it's um it's good. whereas in like gta or red dead you have to be on a horse or like on a in a car or, or something a jet like that. <laughs> or a jet yeah so. uh, you don't you don't walk around in gta um yeah man rockstar made some good games even like matt's pain you ever play the Ma matt's pain i have not i have not man Matt's Pain 3, so good. So good. They they take that, like, death animation that, like, Red Dead 2 has, but it's obviously a bit older, where it, it's just so good, dude. Just the gunplay. Oh, so good. But, uh, speaking of games that I know you love, you you hear about God of War on the PS5? Uh, no, I haven't heard about it. Um, I was assuming it was going to get released, re-released or something. So it's backwards compatible. Okay. I um, don't see... Uh, I still don't see why all games aren't backwards compatible, but whatever. I have a small problem with it. Mats of 60 FPS. I mean... You want to know why I have a problem with that? 
because on the PS4 Pro, it targeted 60 FPS. PS5 is leaps and bounds more powerful than the PS4 Pro. And there's no added ray tracing. There's no fancy effects. Nothing, nothing like that. Uh, I couldn't really care less. I just kind of, I don't know. That's just a bummer. I For, guess. The biggest bummer is the fact that the PS5 doesn't even support 1440p. That's the biggest bummer. What is it, just 1080 and 4K? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Like, so. what? A, what? That's, that's super strange to me. So essentially, your options are to play the game at 1080-60 or 4K-60. I think it might do 60 or 4K. Not sure. That's weird. That's strange. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, I think if I end up getting a PS5, I might I might do a replay of God of War 2018. Cause, uh, I definitely will. Very, very good. And there's that whole announcement with uh, God of War Ragnarok. That's on my list of, of games to replay. Um, as well as Spider-Man, too. So, yeah. Um, I am excited to see where that series goes as well. Um, God of War. I'm nervous, though. Because, well, of course, because of how it ended, but... Yeah. The very, very end of the game... With Thor? Yeah. Yeah, that hidden ending... Is fantastic. I want to know, what does it say, a year later, or is it six years later? How long does it go? It's like, it's like a year later or something. I think something. it's a year. I want to know, like, what they're, what they're going to do with that, you that know? very end of the game was fantastic. It tied the whole thing together. Yeah. So, so that's another one on my like top ten games ever. Yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> that was such a that was such a fucking good game. I I just like all the badass stuff in that game. Where like just think about the the Blades of Olympus when you get those back. Oh, and just Athena's there and the music. It's like, dude. Oh, oh, it's so good. I think honestly the soundtrack for that game might be a competitor for Red Dead too, can for different get, reasons. Can we get a um? We what we need is we need to drop. Uh, we need to do. You know how they have like weird crossover movies. Yeah. Like Alien versus Predator. Yeah. We need to do uh, a Doom Slayer X uh, Kratos game. Oh shit! Where it's it's do it's it's fucking the Doom Slayer and Kratos fighting side by side in hell. <laughs> Did you actually hear that the uh, the creative director for Doom? confirmed that doom guy's name is doom guy is doom guy <laughs> that's his name doom guy <laughs> yeah that's uh i mean everyone's been calling him doom guy forever so yeah i say do i say the doom that's how he's introduced it uh, introduced in the games the doom slayer yeah but doom guy yeah i think doom slayer is bad, better <laughs> it's badass yeah yeah uh that's on my list doom 2016 and doom eternal i have, have you both. played them i've played through half of like Doom 2016. I'm an idiot, and I'm on the last mission of Doom Eternal, and I haven't played it for like six months. Bruh. You know how hard it is to go back to them? Oh, because you played it on like game, Nightmare or whatever. Played on the right above normal. It's like hard essentially. Um, which even then, like the problem with Doom is that there's so many things that get introduced throughout the game that you kind of build up like a routine with. You yeah. Just, you just can't go back to. You have like new weapons and shit like that. There's like 15 weapons in that game. So how do you just go back to that, you know? Yeah, my thought with games that are, like, just in my queue of games to play is to play them simply to experience them. Yeah. So just, like, don't really care about the difficulty. 
yeah. have it low if I need it low, mm-hmm. um, and just breeze through the game just, just to, to experience, experience it as a game. Yeah. Um, rather than this is something I want to dedicate a lot of time to and a lot of effort to, which is something I'm going to do with like Cyberpunk. Yeah. No, Cyberpunk's going to be one of those games. Which I don't know what. Cyberpunk seems like the type of game where they're not going to have difficulty settings. They'll do it like automa- uh, automatically. I'm not sure if they've confirmed it yet. But if they do... Well, The Witcher had difficulty settings. That's true. That is true. But a lot of games seem to, like, nowadays, like to do, like, auto difficulty. Which is weird. But for an RPG, I think they would... Pro- yeah, they would probably do difficulty um, yeah, I... selections. I would definitely be playing that on hard if, uh, if it's an option. Well, uh, considering how much uh, of a cakewalk... The Witcher is after you're like level ten. You yeah. know, there's no real point in. I remember when I first played The Witcher and I thought it was hard. And I'm thinking The Witcher, Witcher three, at the end of Blood and Wine, you're like in, like the fifties, yeah. of levels. Uh, I guess you do have a bit of a shock once you get to, um, Beauclair. Which I still haven't played Blood and Wine. You know that? I really have to. It's a very colorful expansion. <laughs> yeah, I know. Very colorful. It is. Um, it, it's 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 a really good expansion. Um. So it turns out we didn't get to Apple this episode. No, I was gonna leave it till next episode. Same thing with the Oculus stuff. So that was an interesting one, wouldn't you say? Yeah, a lot of game spoilers in this one. Yeah, I mean, might as well just call it spoiler cast at this point. And with, uh, speaking of spoiler casts, whenever The Witcher Season 2 comes out, we'll yeah, be doing a spoiler cast on that. Yeah, Chris and I did discuss this um, a couple months back. We will have a spoiler cast for that, and in that spoiler cast, I'm sure we'll talk about Season 1 as well. Because so. we yeah. both planned to rewatch Season 1, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. I know I planned to. Cause uh, when Season 2 gets announced, I'll rewatch Season 1. And then, yeah, watch Season 2 and... Have a spoiler cast, yeah. Um, because season two, I'm obviously going to have to watch a bit closer. I'm going to have to take notes and stuff on what I want to talk about. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I'm excited for that, too. That's like a, a good-ass show. Yeah. Good-ass show. So anyway, I'm out of uh, breath. I'm dying slowly. Uh, aren't we all? <laughs> so, we're going to round out this episode. This was the 14th installment. You can find us at on uh, Spotify and on YouTube, and you can import our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app, should you want to do so. All links in the descriptions, baby. And uh, you can contact us. Comments, questions, concerns, death threats. Preferably death threats. At synapsemisfire at pm.me. And your email, comment, question, concern death threat will be read on the show yeah and that's all that's all i got really that's the outro yeah i think that's usually how we do it right you can leave now but we still have to record episode 15 no you can leave now fuck yeah get out get out of my house i hope you die i hope i die too